What is up guys? Welcome to episode number eight of the Football Stop podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about the future of the Football Stop podcast. I'm going to be doing a bit of news and I'll also be talking about soccer cards, what's happened over the last three to four weeks in terms of new product launches and just sharing some thoughts on that. So let's go with that. So let's start with the news and a lot of stuff has happened in the world of soccer in the last few weeks. So I'll start with a burning question. A lot of people have been in touch with me about the Football Stop podcast asking where it's been. Obviously I was recording weekly as a minimum and sometimes more than once a week. The reason why it's taken a back step is because the YouTube channel has now gone live. If you haven't checked it out, the Football Stop has a YouTube channel and that's taken up more time. Obviously, with that, the podcast has taken a little bit of a back step. It is not stopping, so don't worry. The podcast will continue. Anyway, on to other business in the world of soccer, in the world of football. First up, Liverpool have won the Premier League. That comes as no surprise. It was always going to happen since the restart. Congratulations to Liverpool fans. Uh, it's been some time coming following the last time they won it, which was many years ago, even when they got close with Gerard slipping. But Liverpool, nonetheless, have won the title. The championship was also sealed with Leeds United winning that. I'm actually from Leeds, so that is nice in some respects. I'm not a Leeds United fan, but it's good for the city. They have long been... That's a long overdue comeback to the Premiership. Leeds United are a massive club. For those of you that don't remember... They actually made it to a Champions League semi-final over a decade ago with the likes of Mark Viduka, Harry Kuehl, Alan Smith, Rio Ferdinand, Oliver Decor. Some incredible players, a really good team. So I am, in some respects, glad to see Leeds going back into the Premiership. They are a massive club. That's undoubted, undoubtable. They're a Yorkshire club. I'm from Yorkshire, so it's always good to see more Yorkshire teams going in. Obviously, that means their Premiership team needs to come down. We've already seen Norwich City get relegated. Bournemouth and Aston Villa are looking very much like they are They are teaching on the edge, aren't they? It looks like they're going to be the two that go down. With that, if Villa go down, that means Jack Grealish surely, surely is going to move to Manchester United or another big club. Although Villa at the moment remain insistent on the fact that they won't let Grealish go unless big money is paid so let's see about that other big news is that man city were let off in terms of their european football ban their european soccer ban that is huge for soccer cards like absolutely massive so that means phil foden is probably going to stay kevin de bruyne is probably going to stay all these big names now are still going to remain in the premiership they're going to remain with man city man city is still going to be a dominant force in europe for years to come and that's big for soccer cards. Don't don't disregard Man City. They are going to keep growing. And that has big implications, positive implications for the Premier League. On not such a positive note, though, if you are a Tottenham Hotspur fan, if you are an Arsenal fan, you are really at risk of not making the Premiership. Sorry, not making European football this year. And that means not even making the Europa League in some respects. Arsenal in particular are at risk. And again... 
you need to consider what that means for players in terms of their soccer cards. So if Harry Kane doesn't get Champions League football with Tottenham as a minimum, then all of a sudden you've got to start thinking, well, the door opens to other clubs in Europe. And if Harry Kane suddenly starts getting linked with Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United, other big clubs, wow, the value of his card goes from people messaging me saying, Harry Kane's terrible, his cards are never going to be worth anything. And I'm like, guys, if you can buy Harry Kane's cards for a pound right now, buy him. To, wow, his, what, they're just going to, that is like the potential in Harry Kane, I've said for some time, is massive, but it's exactly that, it's potential. And it's a risk because of that exact fact that if Tottenham keep going to the Champions League, Daniel Levy, Tottenham's chairman, is never going to sell him because they love Harry Kane. He's a, it's his boyhood club. If that happens, his card's never going to do anything unless he wins the World Cup with England. If, however, Harry Kane ends up getting linked, like I've just said, to bigger clubs, that creates this kind of perfect storm whereby you've got a card which has had low value that suddenly becomes quite desirable. I think there's a potential for a massive shift in terms of prices for Harry Kane. Should that happen? So let's see with that. Anyway, that's a really long news section. It's kind of taken up the bulk of the podcast, which isn't a bad thing. I think it's still relevant. It's still worthwhile content. Hopefully you'll agree. But that concludes this week's news. So for the main section of today's episode, I'm going to talk about some new products that have come on the market. I'm going to talk about a bit of an update on the living set and just what this means in terms of soccer card dynamics at the moment and i apologize if my voice sounds hoarse or a bit weird it's because it is i sound like sean dyche anyway on with the main content so finally finally the long-awaited release of some new soccer card products and we've been hit with three massive ones so first up we had top's finest and don't i know it because i genuinely could not get my hands on it it's so it went for sale in america the day before it went for sale in Europe, it sold out in America very quickly. It went for sale in the UK on Tops UK website. I was on the website. I had the product in my basket. And before I could click yes, buy, it said, no, sorry, the product sold out. Much to my fury and disappointment. My feelings on that are it's not Tops fault. Basically, it is really not Top's fault. I've got no qualms with Top's whatsoever. I think the product generally, from what generally, from what I've seen, looks good. The demand, the sheer demand for soccer cards and what has happened to the market since the start of COVID has just kind of caught everybody by surprise. Like it's caught Tops and Panini by surprise, evidently. And for that reason, I'm not going to sit here and say Tops should have been better prepared because I just think it's unrealistic. You think sometimes people forget that and just have this exp- expectation because of the way the world worked or worked before coronavirus that you can just click a button and get hold of what you want because you could still do it on Amazon. And that's kind of the way the world is right now. And I think just people need to think about that. But anyway, I'm kind of digressing. So Top's Finest, clearly massive demand with that. You couldn't get your hands on the product, or at least I couldn't in the UK. It looks really cool. The standout things for me in Top's Finest, which I can't believe no one's really mentioned, is the fact that Erling Haaland had had two base cards in it. And the two base cards, the actual first base card in it is a Salzburg 
base card. Now, actually, I think Tops have been really clever here because the sticker was a Panini sticker from Fuzzball, Panini Fuzzball, from his time at Salzburg. Now, in my opinion, Erling Haaland's rookie has to be from Salzburg because that's his first club and it was his club this year. He moved during the season to Dortmund in January. But his first, this is his, actually his first card. It's his rookie year still, remember? So the first card for this is, it falls in his rookie year, but it'll be the only rookie card that I'm aware of anyway that features him at Salzburg. So for that reason, like I'm all for pushing that Top's finest product as his rookie card because for me, like I said, his rookie should be at Salzburg. His sticker is at Salzburg. If people want to make the case for a card, they can make it now because it represents him at Salzburg. So that's just my opinion. Obviously, his Dortmund card from the Top's finest set is still there. It's in the extended base set, which is a set of 16. I think it's a refractor, like I said. I couldn't get my hands on the product, so I'm very much going off checklists that I've seen. But yeah, Tops Finest looks cool. No qualms with Tops in terms of access to the product. It's just the way the world right now and the demand. But the Haaland aspect of it adds a real interesting dimension to the market. And I'd be interested to know what people thought to that. Because in my opinion now, there is a realistic, real rookie in terms of a soccer card for Erling Haaland, and it falls in the top's finest set as the Salzburg card. I still wouldn't disregard his sticker, but as a card, it's there, and that's interesting. So, following top's finest, we had Panini Chronicles, and thankfully I managed to get hold of a box of this from Germany. Massive fan of it. Massive, massive fan. Really liked it. For those of you that aren't aware, the format was that it was a hobby box with three mini boxes inside it. Each mini box featured a, a league within Europe. So you had one mini box, which was the Premiership. You had one mini box, which was La Liga. And you had one mini box, which is Bundesliga. This was really cool. I like, I like that feature. You had the chance of pulling different autos. You had the chance of pulling different memorabilia pieces. There were some cool new inserts in it, like Rise and Shine. Yeah, uh, the rookie tickets, which are, are beautiful. And I, if they can combine the rookie ticket with the autos, I think that would be something really interesting, really special that people would really take notice of going forward. Obviously, the fact you could pull a Mason Greenwood rookie in, in it has got people's attention. There was Maradona in it. Like, There's so many cool features to the product. I was a big fan. And finally, the most recent release of these three products was this week, Topps Chrome Bundesliga, which released in the UK on Friday. It was going to be on Thursday and it actually got pushed back by Topps. I think that was because of the expected demand and Topps trying to get hold of more product. It sold out similar to the other products I've just mentioned within about 10 minutes it didn't sell out of in minutes like some people have said because I was sat on the website watching it I managed to get a hold of some of these so I'm excited to open these on the YouTube channel again this will give me a good idea of the quality like I said I didn't mind I didn't manage to get a hold of Top's Finest so I can't really comment on the quality of the cards quality of the product in terms of having it to hand I mean I'll look at it visually that is something I'm looking forward to doing with Top's Chrome Bundesliga and again like I say I'll feed back on that on my YouTube channel. So yeah, excited to open a few boxes of that. 
Obviously, the standout cards within that set are Giovanni Rayner, who I'll talk about shortly, but you can get Giovanni Rayner's rookie card in it or another rookie card for Giovanni Rayner. I think that would bring his total to four if you include for the year, if you include the Dakar card. You also have the opportunity, of course, to pull an auto, one of which may be Erling Haaland, which seems to be getting people excited. Finally today, I'm going to talk about the Topps Living set because there's a new man in town, Giovanni Reina. I can't remember if I've mentioned this previously, now has the highest print run for the Topps Living set, which has really, really blown up in terms of interest over the last few weeks. Now, Giovanni's Reina, Giovanni Reina's card, I should say, has overtaken Lionel Messi with the highest print run significantly. We're talking high 5,000s here. Should we be surprised? Does that come as a surprise? Eh, maybe. As some of you will have seen, I do a prediction each week. And to be honest, I didn't predict a print run of the high 5,000s. But looking back, maybe I should have done. Ultimately, it's a rookie card for Giovanni Reina. He's a young American. He's only 17. Americans buy Americans, like I've said before. So actually, it kind of comes as no surprise that people really did chase his card. And that's why he's got such a high print run. What came after, the week after, was interesting. So the week after that was Kai Havertz. Now, I was really kind of undecided whether Kai Havertz would overtake Giovanni Reina in terms of the highest print run the week after Reina had, had just taken the lead off Messi. And while it was close, I think the difference is about 60. I could be wrong there, but it's certainly a small margin in terms of print run. Kai Havertz ended up with a... It's still in the 5,000s, just slightly lower, like I've said. But given the interest that Kai Havertz had a few months ago, I'm almost a bit surprised. It's a rookie Kai Havertz card at the end of the day. And again, it just shows how much fluctuation there is in the market, how much people can be interested in one player one minute and then not interested the next. And in that, there's almost, a again, a caution. I think people sometimes are just getting kind of like lured into this like almost like almost sheep like it's like there's that many people talking about one player that everyone pa almost panics and thinks oh well if I don't buy that card now I'm never going to have the chance again I'll miss the boat it's going to be too expensive and I just think that's not happening when I'm at, whenever I'm looking at the figures at the moment looking at what people are paying there's just like humps everywhere so basically you can see where the hype's happened and then straight after the hype there's another dip and that happened with Havertz so with that in mind, I was just a bit surprised that Havertz's card didn't kind of go into the six, seven thousands, to be honest. I kind of anticipated that in some respects. So anyway, bottom line is Giovanni Reina has the highest print run, followed by Kai Havertz, followed by Lionel Messi, followed by Alfonso Davis. And I will do a YouTube video on that at some point to kind of go through the top 10. But that's the bottom line. Giovanni Reina at the moment, highest print run. But, but, who are we waiting for? We're waiting for the appearance of Cristiano Ronaldo. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up today's podcast before my throat completely packs in. But please, if you have enjoyed this, let me know. Please subscribe, give me some feedback, give me a review. If you haven't checked out the YouTube video, please do so. I know I've banged on about that today, but if you can't promote yourself, who can you promote? As always, hope you've enjoyed it. Take care.